watching prohibition fall down. Right, grow talk coming at you like the shirt says. These better be in the outlets, Scotty. We're getting requests for clone only shirts. You know, coming what? at you. I do believe they're there. I'll have to check Warehouse Kyle's work. I pulled them out of the warehouse and put them on a computer, so I have to check his work, but they should all be there. Hey, did you see outlets still a warehouse? It's just a virtual warehouse. Ah, well, let's see how he does in the virtual warehouse. <laughs> Anyway, let's get this show started. I actually have found a, uh, a just a funny one here for the beginning. A new mechanic, a uh, pretty cool mechanic. They on their sign they put the, like just a funny line, you know, every every day or not every day, like once a week. They'll sure. change it up, you know, keep you interested. Look over here, and I don't know if you know what booby trap was spelled backwards. Do you? Uh, booby trap spelled backwards. I love what are these palindromes or something? No, what's what's the spell? Party boo. Just to let you know. I didn't know if you knew that. Pretty entertaining. You're supposed to be laughing out of control, though, right now. I'm fucking amazed, man. <laughs> wow. That's anyway, awesome. not that only is the mechanic. best stoner fact ever. I have some more, but we'll save them. Because I know that's too much laughter for everybody. But let's preview the Grow Talk show. <laughs> right off the bat here, we're going to talk about leaves drooping at the end of the photo period. First time Grow by NJ Buds. Right. Uh, cold. Cold causing Hermes question mark. And that one's interesting. I'd have to read up on that a little bit. I didn't have the solid answers, but we'll get into it. As well as RO water, pH is 8.9 question mark. Interesting. That's what I said. But before we do that, you guys don't know, DGC membership running strong, listener supported. We're trying to get to 1,000 members to take care of biz around here, back end of the show and the backbone, whatever you want to call it. Over at DudeGrows.com on the homepage under support us, you can find the $10 a month link, and you'll be able to potentially win next month from Rapid LED, a Bluefish controller, two Emerson boards, and an exotic board. Yeah, pimp your spectrum, homie. It's a great way to add, like, if you have one, I don't know how these would exactly hang. Like, Guru, if you just have, like, currently one HID, let's say you got a 600-watt HPS. Mm-hmm. This will work with that spectrum as well. Like I just hang it around it or. You definitely could. And and I mean, you could set this up, I think, with one of their substrates so that it's actually makes like a four by four light. Or you could hang each one of these individual heat sinks as like its own light and spread out the, the coverage how you need in your grow room. I like it. I was going to be slick and say a da 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 value, but I don't even know how much all this is worth. But it's a great hookup for you guys helping support the show. So bring it. Also, you get 30% off recharge, free seeds from seeds here now, 30% off in the DGC outlet, and more benefits in the pipeline. Absolutely. Absolutely. What we got? Technically challenged (laughs) over here, dude. Technically challenged, man. I love your loud absolutes. And then what do we got? Let's get the business. Let's see who's growing some dank then. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. What am I agreeing with? Not Mephisto. Mephisto, right? With the I. Is it? I'm going to say Mephisto. I'm saying Mephisto. Mephisto either way, then the, the, you know what I'm talking about. Mephisto Ghost Tooth Autoflower by Schmorger603. Schmorger you got me, Did I say that right? You got okay. me. Showing off my Ghost Tooth Auto by Mephisto Genetics grown in half-gallon fabric pot. Look at this. Half-gallon fabric <laughs> nice. pot. I was wondering. Right. I was like, is that, if that's a seven-gallon, that's the biggest auto I've ever seen. Scale is everything. That's awesome. HLG 100 V2. So is that a what's the HLG 100? Are you guys uh, familiar with it? I can only imagine it's the 100-watt HLG. I've got their 360 and their, and their 550, and their, those wattages. Okay, so they so match. I imagine. 
Interesting. Okay. So yeah, these Happy Fog and Pro Mix mixed together for nutrition. I used water and microbes. Beautiful. Recharge Mammoth Pea and Photo Plus only up to flower and fed massive for flip. Then Biocanaflora Boost. So you see what he did here, guys? He only used microbes and water because he has an enriched mix. And then when he went to flower, he's going to add in some of his meat and potatoes. Right. Uh, massive Biocana and Boost. It sounds like it's and that's that worked great those are great products occasionally slf 100 for my enzyme and she took about 70 days from seed smells like skunky coffee and has a great flavor at first then cures to have a particular funk i have yet to put my finger on but smells identical to some hoe cake what's a hoe cake i don't okay. know don't know grown by a friend of mine the frost is insane because mephisto uh given more light i'm sure density would be way more intense more on the way, indoor and out. Cheers from Mass. Dude, that's great. I mean, look at a half-gallon pot for your home grow. I am popping the – I've been having these seeds too long. They're right here, Scotty. My Walter White's. Oh, man, go you sound like trying. me now, Mr. Procrastinator. Well, it's different with an auto, isn't it? A little bit there. Hey. You know what I mean? Hey, I, I grew some of those Walter White's out. Um, yeah, yeah but then I went to a music festival and oh, they, they died fried in the sun. Yeah. Aww. Oops. No, music festival. Yeah, how can you, I love that story. How could you do that? How, I guess that's just poor planning. I mean, you knew you'd have to know. You're just hoping they'd make it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hope hoping they make <laughs> it. And, and at the time, I don't think I was really in a frame of mind to care too yeah. much about them. Yeah, I had six other photos going that ended up doing great. So, so therefore, you did not grow Walter White out. Oh, I have them. I popped them. Smoke them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good look at this last picture with the trikes. I mean, not a ton of bud density, but that's going to be great smoke. Yeah, and that really is dependent on your light, you know, how dense you're going to get it. Hey, I also got, what if we get to it, what's going on in my, my grow, getting the outside grow going on, man. It's, it's going to be nice. I'm talking 200-gallon yeah. fabric pot, my friend. You are? Yeah. You had to outdo yes. me with my 100 gallons, didn't you? My radical bags. I see how it well, goes. We'll talk about it. Uh, All right, go I, talk, man. I got to tell you, Leaves. I talked to, I talked to doc, Dr. Colin from Mammoth today, huh? and he was bitching. He goes, dude, I like your vegetable greenhouse. He goes, all I have is greenhouses full of weed. And he just acted <laughs> like that was a problem. I just laughed my ass off. Yeah, Literally. coming out soon, guys. Dr. Colin hung out. We got a couple uh, good discussions with him that Scotty did. One yeah. on a product coming out, as well as his travels around. The yeah, world. well, they got this biocontrol, and it's supposedly, uh, you know, I'm going to test it, spider mites and thrips. And when you say there's something that can prevent spider mites or is a treatment for spider mites, I'm all ears. So I got him over here to talk about it. Excellent. Yes, sir. All right. I am talking about leaves dropping at the end of photo. I don't think they're dropping. I think they're drooping because dropping drooping, and drooping are pretty, pretty different, man. If they're dropping, I'm worried. If they're drooping, there might be an explanation. Dropping or pooping kind of difference. There you go. All right. Big difference. That this English is my language Philly. is funny. Hey, what's poop spelled Eight. backwards? Philly <laughs> yeah. uh, 886. Hey, dudes. I'm currently on my third grow ever. And my second run in an 8x2 closet, I have a question about drooping leaves at the end of the photo period. I'm a little over a month into veg from seed, and I've noticed that my plant's leaves start to droop around 16 hours into the 18-hour light cycle. My question, is this normal for the plants to do that at the end of the photo period, or am I giving them too much light? I was wondering if they're getting stressed by receiving more light than they can handle in one photo period. Should my lights be, or should my lights, uh, or should I move my lights up or not worry about it? When the lights come back on the leaves, they are no longer drooping and reaching for the light again. When the lights come back on, this seems pretty. 
Oh, lastly, I want to thank the community for the help I got on the last grow. Survived the early thrips with your help and ended up with 16 ounces of amazing smoke from this 8x2 space. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's a pound. Beauty. Beautiful. Or I don't know how much, or it's a point uh, trying to do the conversion. I'm trying to get quick on my Canadian conversions. Man. Yeah, by the way, I blew it. I try, I, I always messing up kilo or kilogram, <laughs> kilometers and miles. I'm always oppositing it, so. You know how much kilometer oh, is? 0. 0.6. That's what I say mile. when I get pulled over here as well. Ah, I, love it. Out, I love it. Uh, so this not always common to happen. Two hours before his lights go out, his leaves are drooping. Some strains, I've seen some different gardens do that. For me, it's usually maybe the last half hour. And I think, you know, if all the rest of your plants are healthy, the plants are just done. I don't know, maybe you can answer in Guru. Is it because two hours before they've already just used as much light as they possibly can and pulled in as much light as they it's about can. The, I yeah. mean, th this is all about daily lighting integral the amount of total light that's falling over oh, the plant during, during its light cycle and then what happens after it reaches a, a maximum where it doesn't need anymore it, it, it can't kind, absorb anymore it can't really use anymore it starts to, to tone down its metabolism and kind of start gearing up for it to be nighttime and you okay. see that that leaf droop because the the leaves are kind of losing a little bit of turgidity because they're not actively metabolizing oh. photosynthesizing anymore. Um, there are some ways around this because ideally, uh, your DLI you're getting the same amount of light uh, pretty consistently through the day and it's not changing a lot. Or or the plant is using the amount that it's getting, so you could t dim your lights like ten percent, um, and then you're going to be able able uh, able to better utilize the light for the full eighteen hours as opposed to just the sixteen of your eighteen hours. And and, and, and and you'll get the same light. Uh, I'm not sure what type of lights he's using. Can you what dim them ten percent? That's a pretty pretty specific dialing. LEDs one hundred percent, no problem. Really? <laughs> With a ten percent, one hundred percent LEDs, no problem. Oh, that's awesome. Dabby Bolden uh, said it right. He just said they're sleepy. Yawn. <laughs> but really, you could do nothing and be all right. I think I wanted to ask this though: if you knew those two hours, the plants weren't utilizing the light, you just wanted to save your money on electricity, would you maybe just leave a smaller fluorescent or whatever's apical to your grow space on to keep the photo period, or should you just shave those two hours off to say, "Screw it, let's let them go to bed at sixteen hours"? Huh? That is a good question because you won't screw anything up with sixteen-hour daylight. I would ideally you want to keep the eighteen hours of light, right? And just have less light per second falling down on stuff so that your total light you still get the you still get to your dli sure. just at 18 hours instead of 16 hours yeah. like for example if you had like a driving a little four, slower and you could put a four by four grow space one four foot t5 bulb that comes on just to maintain the photo period for those last two hours or something like that might or be hey if, if you have a bluefish controller for your rapid led you can just have it set to with two hours left in its light cycle, dim down to five or ten percent. Those things are cool, man. <laughs> Guru knows exactly what to do with the bluefish controller, man. <laughs> Shit, you can you can simulate like a thunderstorm going over with like lightning strikes and stuff with that thing. It's actually really cool. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on. That is, it's making me hot. Oh, yeah, I've been wanting to set up, man, and it's just summertime. You know, summertime time to play, but. I'm super pumped for my outdoor. I'll break you, break you in the good news at the end of the show. Yeah. All right. First time grow by NJ Buds with a Z420. Yes. I wonder if in NJ, New Jersey, is New Jersey medical now? I wonder what's going on over there. Give us a follow prohibition report from Jersey. 
Hey guys and gals, first time grow, the bigger plant is an unknown seed. I call her Big Mama. Yeah. Others are northern lights. I do know I yeah, I do now know if Big Mama or how do I know if Big Mama is an autoflower or not? It was an extra seed. Anyway, any way to tell now or no. He's using HLG three hundred and it's kicking ass. The plants are loving it, and what, from what I can see, the marker in the pick is referenced for stem size, if that helps. Thanks in advance for learning so much from y'all. Much love and respect. Right on, man. Yeah, the only uh, thing you didn't tell us is how old is the plant, because that's going to be a huge determining factor of whether it's an auto or not. I mean, basically, when do, I don't know when do autos, when would you start to see it? Is there a typical, not day, but week? So autos are 70 to what, 90 day finishers yeah, in the range? I believe so, yeah. So what would that be? Like a 30, 40, man, like I said, you're talking to guys that don't grow autos, but I think it was at least maybe 40, 45 days. You certainly would see it after that, I would think. I, I, yeah. I, I, I would think I you'd start, track. I think you start to see pre flowers on autos after like 20 days. Really? Is that that quick? I would um, just say I, I would assume because then you have to think another 40 for flowering yeah I would 40, say 45 50 yeah but you should see definite if you if it's over 45 days old and you don't see any pre-flowers like like that if it's you know 40 45 days old that's uh, a female you got some do you have any autos there any autos any auto seed stock I do not we should hit on a festa they're always cool well, yeah, I mean, why not? You, you got space to do a few outside. I'm just trying to determine the best time to plant them for when I might want them to finish in towards the cooler end of summer instead of have the whole life cycle of it be like July and August. Right. If you're digging me, if you're following me. I am, I so am. So I'm hoping to plant some to where they'd finish towards, I think it would probably benefit to get what I want with genetic expression and maybe cooler nights, have them finish at the end of September or something instead of the end of August. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah, you're Mr. Or a couple Mr. speckled cool. throughout. A couple speckled throughout, you know, so you always have one finishing up. Not a bad idea either. If you like trimming. Uh, anyway, this I uh, man. Trimming. I do. He's using the HLG 300. Man, we got the HLG talk here. The other guy's using HLG 100. We do have sure. a deal, a hot deal for you guys listening with HLG. There's a coupon code. You guys can find it over. We're trying to list all these coupon codes out so we don't have to blurt them out on the show. Over mm -hmm. on com on the friends list. Yes. On the friends list, everybody's listed. Everybody that has a coupon code with us. It's all listed over there. So go check over there. There's a coupon code for the 550 version one and two and a 360, I think, version one and two. But you'll find details on dudegrows.com under the friends list. If you've been listening, you know a lot of DDC trust these lights. And they're really good for low profile growing. They're thin lights. So I, I haven't used them. Scotty's the one rock. I love them. I love them. Two 360s them. and a 550. Yep. Lighting basically a five by 10. I mean, that's awesome. That's you know, a little over a thousand watts. You would have had two thousand watts doing that earlier. With L how's your AC activities. working in there? Two ton fresh AC, looking good, man. You should be good. able to make it. Like you're like that's that's pretty good overkill, isn't it? It's really good overkill. You would, it depends who you ask. If you ask your, your crazy AC repair or your AC installer, rather, I don't know. I think you should still insulate the ceiling. I think you should paint the roof white too. Like, uh, <laughs> <got> good points. <laughs> Wants to gain those BTUs, if that's the right terminology. He did, he did. He really suggest paying. Oh, yeah. That's just, oh, yeah. I'm like, can you awesome. just put the AC Love in, it. please, sir? <laughs> Good to hear. All right, HLG guys, uh, check it out. Coupon code DUDE over there. Details, dudegrows.com on the friends list. Get yourself a pimp LED. Yes, sir. All right, moving on with the grow talk. Call yeah. me, sir. 
Yes, sir. That's a that's cold. a Southwest Florida thing right there. A Central Florida thing. Yes, sir. All right, moving on to cold causing Hermes. Yeah. By the way, we asked your guru just tried to say it really fast, and he said cold causing herpes, which was pretty good. <laughs> funny. <laughs> Freudian slip did on purpose. Actually, Freudian right. slip has to do with your mother, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know on that one. <laughs> Let's just drop that. <laughs> Come on, what we got, man? Cold cousin Hermes. My Captain Turp, straight up apologizing for the massive post. It's not massive, but I'll do a little paraphrasing here. Hey, smart guy, by the guys, way. Really good post. Yeah. Yo, guys, greetings from Down Under. New member here. Finally, appreciate it, man. He goes, I'll get right to it. I've had the issue over time with various genetics throwing pollen sacs from lower nodes from time to time. Unfortunately, the ones that tend to do it are the newer fire genetics, often sourced from multiple female plants. Example, male was unseen for multiple generations. Snake venom, sherbet, Louis, the uh, what's that Roman numeral? Eighth, ninth, fifth. Read it, brother. Read it. X I I I. It doesn't matter. Eight. Doesn't matter. First, the X I I I is thirteenth. He's not a listener to the show, sir. <laughs> I've been growing for 15 years and only recently became aware of the cold stress in dark periods causing Hermes. When we stop there, do we know of this? Is this something that cold stress in dark periods can cause Hermes? Dude, you cold stress your plants all the time. It just causes purple for you, no? Yeah, we're talking I will go down to towards the very end, though. It's not for very long time but yeah there'd be big swings typical swings would be down into the upper 50s but and at, then at, the, I, at the end of the day hermaphroditic traits have to be like genetically in the plant there for it to uh hermaphrodite readily to begin with and so then, and then at that point there's different varings where like different levels of stress are would trigger different uh varieties to be hermaphroditic right um and I mean, I guess yeah. cold temperatures in night is one type of stress. Is it that you've heard of that Herman thing? Uh, no, I, I haven't heard of that specifically Herman things. Because it's weird. It's the bottom. It's the bottom of the plants. I almost think that there's like a light leak into the tent from the bottom, like a d- door crack or or something. And that would and be just, enough, right? Just a little bit of light is just hitting the bottom and not letting that. But even then, that's it's it's weird. But, but at the end of the day, it means genetics. That the, the genetics are coming in and they have a tendency to be hermaphroditic to begin with. Right. And then it's just identifying that stress that's actually causing them to herm to try and either eliminate that or ideally eliminate hermaphroditic genetics from your grow and grow stuff that you know is stable because there is a lot of like, even just in like the high quality seed game, uh, like snake oil, where if you don't know exactly where you're getting it from, or if you're not getting it from a reputable reputable distributor, That's or someone's true. getting it secondhand, you could be getting a a Mac pack of seeds where someone just took Mac, which is notoriously uh, finicky with breeding, mm-hmm. and just took a male and a female from their pack, crossed it, and then you'd have a thousand Mac seeds to sell. <laughs> But you fucked with the stability of stuff. And yeah, he says I'm always don't know what you're doing seed. with a backyard breeder or whatever. Then you end up with it's someone even unknowingly where they just didn't test stuff. It's just passing on hermaphroditic genetics to the next person. And straight yeah, up, I'm always go ahead. I just say that all his genetics are, are Herman and all on the bottom. Did he say all of it was? I thought that's what he said. 
I mean, he's always blowing through new seeds every three to four rounds, looking for new keepers to update the stable. Because I'm a confessed flavor pig. It said Denver got me hooked, silly. Nice. Coming out to visit, I guess, to see all the different flavors. You came out from um, Australia to Denver. He says this happened to various genetics and testing. So yeah, it's I'm, I'm going with if it's happened to a lot of different genetics, got to check potentially a lot of things. I think you gave a good summary there, Guru. Though if it's coming from the genetics are prone to it, they're potentially weak genetics. But if it's happened to all of them, check all your environmental parameters. Yeah. You're saying though, just a just if it gets down to let's say 45 at night, and it's let's say it has a 30 degree temperature swing. Do you think? I mean, is cold, no, man. And and it and again, this is strain dependent. That happens on in what it is. nature all the time. Yeah, but but um, and like a strain dependent thing where like if it's a uh, indica from the Himalayan mountains, um, yes, it's going to be able to deal with wide temperature swings because right. in its natural environment it had to deal with that in like a mountain environment if it's an equatorial sativa or a sativa leading hybrid of something that doesn't in its genome it doesn't have the ability to really deal with those huge temperature swings yeah, because true. it evolved to not deal with those um you can run into just just with with how uh mixed up the indica sativa and just what stuff evolved to sure, be able to sure. handle where and then you're breeding you don't really know the environmental parameters that are really like ideal for something until you actually start to grow it and test it out oh huh, so that's interesting so it could be just the wrong genetics they could be genetics that are from tropical environments or just something that prefers or, or can't stand the cold Kind of interesting. Certainly could be. It's the same as like with – you always talk about with oranges, like an oleotangelo where they have to put it onto – what is it? Sour lemon Yep, they graft it on a sour lemon rootstock. Yep, because it's the, that's the strongest. It's the most cold resistant. Because that's one that had evolved to be cold resistant. Hmm. And uh, other plants – it's naive to think that other plants don't work like that too. It does make sense. So strain selection, and I would look for those light leaks. I think you're onto something. I, I Why do you got to call him naive? He's a DGC, man. Did I say naive? I didn't call it naive. <laughs> I don't think I did. He said it's naive to think that they don't do that. There you go. And by the way, there's nothing naive about this guy. He's a badass grower. I was just talking to Dr. Colin. He was down in Australia, and he was saying that it's all underground. There's really good growers there, completely underground. It's almost like uh, United States in the 80s was to where they're just not cannabis friendly. Very interesting. Or at least the government's not. But keep on overgrowing Australia, brother. Oh, yeah. Love it. Mate. Just kidding. <laughs> Good luck. Thanks for your best Australian accent there, man. Cranky. Uh, <laughs> I ain't even going to do it. All right. This is RO Water pH 8.9 question, question mark by Organic by organic Oki. What up, DGC? Interesting right here, man. I like this one. First time poster, long time watcher. So I have a water filtration question. I just installed RO water filter under my sink, and after flushing the system twice, checking the PPM, which is zero, which is, that means there's nothing that's being measured, uh, what do we say, solids in the water? Dissolved solids, yeah. So PPM is what, uh, parts per million of dissolved solids, do I have that right? Mm -hmm. I know it's just the metals. When, when you use one of those meters, it's just testing the amount of metal that's in there. So good. made my metal, pH metal. jump. A point and a half, though. My tap water is 7.4, and after coming out of the RO, it's 8.9. My question is, can I adjust the pH and use it, or do I need to get new filters? I've Googled it and found a bunch of conflicting info. Speaking of Googling and a bunch of conflicting info, don't Google 
think it was my mother-in-law. She was Googling something about like, oh, her, uh, her knee was hurting. I'm like, dude, oh, don't go down the Google rabbit hole. It can be very helpful, right. but medical stuff, it can like ruin your day. You're like, I'm dying for sure. My legs. Oh yeah. Off. Eat beets. And then you'll think you have colon cancer. If you follow, uh, follow what WebMD <laughs> <okay>. says. <laughs> You, your beats and your herpes, man. Let's just do the show. Come on. All right. Come on. <laughs> hey, well, this is just a function of understanding how pH and chemistry works. Okay. Uh, so when you RO, you're removing all the dissolved solids that are in there, and you have to kind of think of those as like a buffer to where uh, pH is just a measure of how many hydrogen ions, like H plus ions. The are power in, of hydrogen. And you have to realize that the, the minerals that are in there act as like a buffer for the pH right. so that like – calcium ions or any any or actually not calcium any negatively charged ion in there is able it has like an affinity for hydrogen so it can bond to that and make it so that there's not uh just h plus floating around in solution in the water and that's what it's measuring and well you're measuring how much the h h pluses are in there but when you when you have pure water in the absence of a buffer right it's super easy to change the ph either way so you could add like one drop or half a drop of ph down to this and it'll swing widely down so just because they, there, there's no buffering capacity in the solution for it to be able to deal with uh changes in h plus concentration so right. this is kind of an inaccurate reading with ro water ro water is really hard to judge the ph of sure. it because the tiniest little bit of something being in there will change the pH dramatically. I always used to mix it with the nutrient. I used to run RO water. I would mix it with the nutrient and then there test my pH. That's exact because adding the nutrient adds a ton of buffering capacity to the solution so that a little bit of H plus or a base getting added to it doesn't change the total pH that much because you have more stuff in there that's bonding and keeping yeah, that, add that all H of plus nutrient regimen to the water. What about if he's watering it? If, he, if he's watering it into a no-till or organic situation where all he needs is the water, let's say the soil's going to buffer. The soil's going to yeah, buffer so that RO. Yep. Don't try to adjust it. Basically, you're going to get frustrated. It's going to swing like crazy. So don't try to adjust it. Water. Yeah, yeah you, you'll end up putting like one drop of down in, three drops of up, a drop of down in again, oh, four drops of up, and just back and forth again. <laughs> and that's why RO with the pH. You can change it so easily that it's kind of hard to dial it in if you don't have your nutrient in there already to kind of buffer it. Makes sense. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, the, on, we were always taught blue lab meters or any meters to tell growers, hey, don't store the – on the end cap, don't use RO water to store your meter. You know, Some people just use water off the sink or whatever. There's right. really a good storage solution I suggest to make them last forever. But – because um, it kills it. And I was like, what is that? And it, off of Blue Lab's side, it says, pure water changes the chemistry and the reference of the probe, causing the probe to die. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's why you keep it in the reference know. solution. Yeah, what does that mean? This it has nothing to read. Is there a quick summary on that, or why it kills a blue light? It's some type of potassium ion that's in there. Might be potassium hydroxide. Can't remember. They 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 have something that's in there, separated by a thin membrane um, that actually has like uh, osmotic pressure can work on it. So if you leave it sitting in distilled water. The water goes in and the, the it kind of dilutes what's supposed to be behind the membrane yeah. as like the reference for the meter to be able to read. Uh, so you really want to keep that in a consistent solution of the storage solution so that your probe will last way longer yeah, and, it, and be more accurate for longer. I remember it's got a little bit of liquid and like a, a little droplet, almost like a droplet of liquid in there. And you you don't want pure water to be in that. You want the reference solution to be huh. in that. 
wonder if it'd pull some of it out just because there's a total vacuum. Nature abhors a vacuum, man. I just thought about my water today here, you know, being on a well for the first time. I haven't checked the pH. Right. I haven't, like, it tastes good. We've been drinking it for months. The tenant that lived here prior, they're alive and healthy. But I'm like, maybe you should just check it. And then I'm like, dude, it it, it comes from 100, the well's over 100 feet deep, just down in the earth. So I guess I'm, then I'm like, yeah, just, it's good water. People pay for this shit, man. <laughs> like, I could have dude's spring water or something start up, non-plastic bottles. It depends how you market it. Dude's well water doesn't sound as good. Dude, my bottles are so compostable, you have to drink the water within the first 24 hours of purchasing it, or it'll start to leak out in your I, cupboard. I've got you an idea for a, a water company. Just right. start selling water with a single cannabis leaf in it. Just a leaf. Oh, and it's like people where they sell lemon water and stuff, or cucumber yep. water, where it has like one slice of cucumber. Just do that with a cannabis leaf in there. <laughs> where it's illegal, you could just say sat next to a cannabis leaf. Yeah, that could be the farm. Hint of, hint of cannabis leaf. <laughs> yes, I love it. I'm going to shout out to Extract Craft before our next grow question. Yes, I was checking prices out in just new markets coming up for Jeez. concentrates. Granted, um, there's some some nice concentrates out there, but they're up there. It's always when a market opens up, especially um, when the first you know dispensaries and that you see some crazy price per grams versus what you see going to Denver, and then you go further west to like Portland, and the yep. prices the longer the market's been established, the prices go down. But Extract Craft. Dot com, you can get a machine, the Source Turbo, to make your own concentrates, like a shatter, out of your own flower material. Yep. And I see on his site here, it says, home or small business, safe and simple. So let me break those down for you. Home, and this isn't from, from Extract Craft. This is dude explaining. Home's like, yeah, I'm just going to. I'm just going to make a little bit with the source turbo for myself and sure. friend. Small business, you're getting, what's the name of the bigger machine? That the they have? Edo. The Edo. I call it the judge. <laughs> so small business to me means free market if you're catching my drift. You also, I don't know about this one, but always try to cover your basis. Always, like we always say, what what's the worst? Are you covered for when your door gets kicked down? If you're in Prohibition land or wherever, um, if you have a bunch of butane cans sitting around, you got a scene that looks like dangerous and shit like that. That that things sway different in court, and some states or cities, I should say, have or both mandatory minimum laws written up with different ways. If I don't know how this machine's looked at, so don't let me tell you this is completely hey, safe. I use it to make rose oil. <laughs> right. That shit's that? expensive. It's like five dollars a drop. I use it to make rose oil, officer. <laughs> Makes sense to <laughs> nice. me. But extractcraft.com, uh, coupon code DUDE over there. If you are a veteran, you also mention that. You get a hot deal. I think coupon code DUDE's $50 off the machine. So check them out. Make your own concentrate. Yeah, love it. Love it. All right. What you got, brother? What you got? Come on. Actually, it's a little. there, man. I know you've been working hard today. Scotty was hanging out with uh, Dr. Colin Bell. I was. Doing some interviewing, so. Yep, yep. Pre but I got, oh, we're almost there. First off, who's slinging recharge? You know, me that. I got to give it up to my boys. The OGs, way to grow. Come on, they're all over Colorado. They've been doing a great job. They've been killing. Dude, you used to work at Way to Grow, man. Come on. I have worked at the Way to Grow and yeah. GrowWise as well, two hydro stores. That's right, man. You paid your dues. But those guys have been awesome to us. Uh, got behind us super early. So thank you so much, Way to Grow. Good looking. Hell out. yeah. Coupon code dude. Just go up to the registers at Way to Grow and say he said coupon code dude would yeah. work. Yeah, it won't work. No, <laughs> funny. Um, we'll hook you up. I bet you get the brother hook up if you went and said coupon code dude, man. I'm DGC. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, my grow. I know your grow. You got your indoor grow. What are you almost in bloom on the indoor? How far along are you? No, I actually ripped everything out except for one plant. I don't trust going to bloom with giant old plants because they have like woody stems, and I don't like that woody stem. I don't feel like you're able to. I, I think there's just something about an old plant where it just weakens. So uh, I took some clones off it. Grow science. That's fine, though. Yeah, well, check it. I can tell you, though. No, I, I'm telling you, man. They're they're more susceptible to pests too uh, when Picking they're old. Out, like losing some of that vigor, kind of like equating it to a person getting old. Versus, you know, let me put this you this gotta, teenager into bloom. Well, you you got to keep things growing healthy, so you can't take something yeah. and then say, ah, oh, you know what? I don't really give a shit about those plants. Just let them sit for a week. Oh, I should give them some fertilizer, you know, and just go back yeah. and forth. You got to keep something growing strong from the start. That's what I'm about now. I just I really got into my grow because I just bought an air conditioner for it. It was just, I just had some little dinky air conditioner in there, and I just didn't wasn't able to commit to it. Now I got a nice two ton air conditioner. I'm I'm going to be real about it. But what I want to tell you is kind of something I find. Find it interesting you know those hempy buckets slash hempy beds i've been working with mm-hmm. so i just tried a very simple experiment where i took you know a, a, you know water with just some simple nutrient in it i used 20 20 20 i've been doing some experimenting in there uh as, as far as recharge testing and whatnot so i had some 20 20 20 on there and just very diluted in these hempy buckets or hempy beds and just took a clone a nice long a nice big clone with a long stem uh buried it right up to its uh, its leaves and then just left it for a couple of weeks and i'll be damned if that thing didn't root like it's now a nice, nice. you know a 12 inch plant and I just say it to explain that when you have your environment dialed in, when you got the right temp, I don't have CO2 in there. I imagine that would even up the performance even more. But when you have your environment dialed in and mostly the, uh, the, the environment and the soil, the moisture content in the soil correct, man, it is really easy to grow healthy plants. They want to grow. Yeah, they totally do. And I'll take over with what's going on in my grow that and that's a cool, like zero effort cloning there. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't get it. The uh, I put a I put I, a dome over it. I'm sorry, I did put a dome over it. I hooked up um, with somebody that had an extra plant, and like it was a rough transplant. I mean, this plant should have had a 20 gallon root ball, and we brought it down to like half of a five almost. I was wow. like, this thing is not going to make it. Like, dear God, um, got it into another 10 gal, then baby planted it in his home compost, and then just recharged it in. And I'm putting it in a spot where it gets barely a little bit of sun, you know, and then I'll pull it out into the sun for just a little bit and watch it until it starts to kind of barely will pull it back into the shade since I have availability to baby it, you know, and bring it back right. around. But it's going to go into a 200-gallon radical bag. And I picked the 200-gallon radical bag because it has 24-inch sidewalls on it Okay. Um, versus the other ones with 20. So I'm trying to think, you know, this is just one plant in a 10-gallon. 200-gallon, I don't think it's going to fully take over. I'm going to keep topping it out. I can't let it get like over six feet, seven feet tall. But oh, what would be good? I've never planted in a, a bag that big. I think I'm just going to replicate what I usually do. I'm going to put a whole bunch of peat in there. Right. I'm going to mix in worm castings. I'm not doing a no-till style in the sense that I don't want to enrich it with all the, the food. Sure. Because I have a whole bunch of really good bio biz. So yep. Yep. I want to use that. How about aeration? The, How about lightening it up a little bit? Would you want to use a... Uh, I'm thinking like some I think perlite that pro or mix anything. Is pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, would, it does have it? some perlite in it. Yeah, I guess if you're mixing that in with the. Should I mix in cocoa at all? I don't know. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. I mean, you is know, there... at the at the nursery, I get 35 percent cocoa mixed with peat, and it's a beautiful, beautiful blend that holds water absolutely excellent. 
think it'll be like my light, you know, mix. Cause what I'll do is warm castings. I'll do some in, local insect grass I can get my hands on, <clears throat> which has a little MPK to it. Right. Um, as well as I'll do a top dress. That's the other question. I guess I got to look at companion plants. Cause I just had, I want to do a part of it unless there's any issues. Anybody sees some greens, uh, specifically, um, gosh, what's the spicy? Oh, arugula. Love that shit. So I'm going to plant a bunch of arugula up there. Um, and yeah, just go off with it. I, mean, I want to, I'm picturing my picturesque bed, Scotty, with where you get to have the veggie a little bit, yes. big ass cannabis plants taking 70% of the bed. Uh, but so yeah, I'm getting my little outdoor grow set up. I have, I'm getting them rigging it up with a frame. I'm turning an old carport or carport frame. I got off Craigslist into half kind of dude greenhouse place nice. to park, that kind of thing. Okay, yeah, cool. it's fun. Pictures. It will be fun. Dude, growing outside is so easy. I was just talking. I think I was talking with you about it the other day. It's just, yep. it's just out there. It's just getting its life cycle, doing its thing. When you put these plants in the right environment, they want to grow. Same point. Yeah, I'm gonna have to manage this shit though. I think the the, the strain it, it strains mango, which I've never grown, but I've grown that um, strain. The, Delicious, absolutely. It's easy growing uh, strain as well. Easy growing plant. Just 10 feet tall last season from the grower I got it from. And I was like, dude, and this grower will end it with this simple, like we're growing organically. This guy I got the plant from, he's not a grower, but he likes to grow things. So when I tried to talk to him about microbes and things, he wasn't so familiar as many people aren't, but he has the, the idea. So I'm like, what, what's your mix? You know, can I borrow some soil for this transplant? He's like, yeah, it's in the pile over there right by the compost thing. So I'm like, so all this soil just comes from your composted food only. He's like, yep, it's just our composted food. He's like, that's my entire, that's what I plant these plants. And I go, so do you use any other nutrition during the growth cycle? He's like, just worm castings, and I have one bottle of liquid kelp. And my, he's like, that's the whole meat, and that's everything. And I was kind of impressed with that. I'm I mean, super he's using, impressed with that. And yeah, growing, you know, growing the dank out. So really good to see somebody doing really growing with nature, but you don't have to fully understand all the stuff with microbes to benefit from them. Yeah, no. I get them in the recharge though. It's like here, you got to share the harvest, harvest, right? I'll make it better. I mean, he obviously he understands, you know, he absolutely understands what's up with microbes, you know, just naturally, intrinsically, dude. Intrinsically. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a word. Feels good. I guess I'll that. be motivated to start putting some more stuff out. IG can of buzz once I get, uh, I'm still trying to do the once a day pick, man. Have you fed any cannabis to any deers or wildlife lately and taking a picture of it? Um, no, I haven't actually. Uh, uh-uh. nope. I actually right. don't even have sheep, <laughs> sheep, goats eating my weed anymore. For a while, when I t- killed those plants, I took them outside and, and let the goats eat on them. It's very strange. They actually. did. Th- did they eat them? Only if they're, I had to put them in the fence like they were a regular bush. Once you throw them on the ground, there just ain't no fun for them. Yeah, I had to like prop them up like it was a, an actual That's hilarious. Plant. Yeah, strange, right? Like, no, maybe it's just in their DNA. If it's on, just sitting on the ground, it's not fresh, all right? It's got to be hanging, okay? Dude, I got one for you for next, for next wake and bake, all right? Man, I was just reading this book, and it talks about like plants as far as if they have like feelings, like meaning like when you cut the roots off of that plant, did it was it like ah this fucking hurts, man? I'm gonna need to go into recovery for a while. Like, does it is it actual? Uh, does it actually feel? That's a trippy question to ask because they do a lot of things. You know, you can put a lot of human uh, characteristics into into plants, man. It's a trip. So I will leave you with that, man. We'll trip on it next uh, next wake and bake. What do you think? I think that plant said, what the fuck, when I was cutting through its roots. Yeah, I think it was like, ow, this sucks. 
All right, let's do some shout outs, guys. Tell your friends, dogrows.com. Spread the show. Keep prohibition falling down, and we'll be back with some wake and bake. Stay tuned as well for Mammoth Microbes. Oh, coming. Yes. All right. Derek Butt and Adam. Pedro Gross. What's up, guys? I've been trying to call Pedro Gross for like two weeks now. I'm such a slack. I gotta, I gotta quit being a stereotypical stoner, dude. <laughs> Dirtman Dan and Jorge Cervantes. Wow, look at that. Medically fit. I think I'm medically fit. I don't know how I think medically fit. But anyway, what's up? As well as Custom Grow. 420. Oh, I see what we're doing here. Here's some content creators that we respect here. We keep on going like school of hard nugs, growing with fish. Now it's just what's up. <laughs> Fair enough. It's coming to me as well. What up, Justin? School of hard nugs, growing with fish. He's aquaponic Steve. Yeah. Who do you got last two here? Come you guy. Your heart, Rasta Jeff. Love that show, by the way. It's short and sweet and good. And how about the oh, bubble? Man? Come on, give it to the bubble man. Got it. <laughs> got some history there. Oh, man, I think I'm a little, little iry right now myself. So we'll just say peace out, stay higher, my friends. Yeah, I feel good, dude. I feel good. <laughs> Take her easy, brother. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed it's just me. I like to smoke it out in Just look at how he's being paid. Well, don't lock up.